I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're going to be talking about ambivalence in relationships. I think this is a really important concept. And understanding ambivalence is really helpful. Oh yes. Because a lot of times we can think that our ex is certain about something when really they can be certain about it in one way, mm -hmm. but uncertain about their decision in others. Mm -hmm. And at different times. Yeah. Some are more ambivalent than others, you know? Yeah. So what, what is ambivalence, Margaret? Well, ambi means both, mm -hmm. like ambidextrous. Um, and so ambivalent really means feeling two ways, okay? So, this is a tad wordy, but please hang in there because it has some excellent conclusions that we'd like to know about. Okay. Wanting to stay and wanting to go. Unpacking the content and structure of relationship stay-leave decision processes. From the Journal of Social, Psychological, and Personality Science. I think everybody just tuned out. Doesn't that sound very scientific, so they must know what they're talking about. Previous research has found that there are a few elements most people tend to consider when they are deciding to break up or not. For example, one study that asked people about these reasons found 50 common elements across 40 participants out of these 27 were broadly in favor of staying and 23 were broadly in support of ending. And that sounds pretty ambivalent. It kind of came down around 50-50. Wow. Um, as for staying, most arguments focused on attraction to one's partner, physical and emotional intimacy, and perceived high levels of support from the relationship. Let me repeat that. Um, the arguments for staying were focused on attraction to one's partner, physical and emotional intimacy, and perceived high levels of support from the relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. How much time and effort had been invested in one's partner could also be a reason to stay. Makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, me too. People were reluctant to let it go to waste, and they were also afraid of being alone after the breakup. How much fun you had as a couple. Desirable traits in your partner's personality. How well you got along with their family. And healthy finances were also in support of staying. Okay. okay, there's a bunch in there. Yeah. Mm. As for cutting ties, the team listed many of the same issues but seen through a negative lens. Okay, so you didn't have fun together. They didn't have desirable personality traits. Okay, all of those things. Problematic personality traits, a lack of communication or intimacy, a lack of perceived support, and especially acts of infidelity or deception. Mm 
which were all signs that a relationship had run its course. To translate that, cheating is the one that nobody could get by. Okay? Um, which I think for all the other stuff that they listed is interesting. Mm. Cheating is the, is the deal breaker for most people. Mm. Okay. A follow-up study with 200 participants who were thinking about breaking up found that around half of them reported feeling more inclined to stay in the relationship, even if it was troubled. The team takes this as a sign that homeostasis of staying is an, in an established relationship is quite strong. Homeostasis, re, reaching a place where you're comfortable. You're kind of in a place where you want to keep some things the same. Mm. Okay, homeostasis is very is a very powerful concept and it's very hard to disrupt it, mm. okay? If you're in a family and the family is working reasonably well, everybody's reached some homeostasis, it's very difficult to leave, mm -hmm. okay? Which means we're all scared to death of change. Mm. And comfortable, it doesn't always mean that it's... Healthy. Exactly, or right. that there's not chaos. Right. Because something chaotic could also be the homeostasis. That, yes, it could. Mm -hmm. That state. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Although many, and that can just lead you to feeling so familiar with it. Mm -hmm. That you're kind of addicted to it almost. Yeah. 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 It's an adrenaline rush. Mm. Although many of these people made a decision to stay in their relationship, they also rated themselves as wanting to leave that particular partner, even though they stayed. Ambivalence is very common in the participants in this study and in society at large. Relationship doubts are common, but most people are conflicted regarding how to act on them. Many also reported an ebb and flow of emotions, sometimes wanting to stay and sometimes wanting to leave. And I'm sure that's widespread, okay? You can have good periods and bad. Sure. Um, yeah. And that's normal. I think some people get panic-stricken when it happens, but it's normal. All of the responses from these studies boil down to around 14 root, root causes. In order of importance, these were negative or positive characteristics of the partner and relationship ascertained by direct statements on the partners or relationship. Okay. In other words, this is what the people say about their partner, that the partner was considerate and kind or we were drifting apart. Okay, so what you said about your partner was what's looked at here. Okay? Um, circumstances. Unforeseen events such as job loss, illness, or the need to move. The author explains that this shows that relationships are influenced by internal elements, but outside ones also do have a role to play in making or breaking a relationship. Sure. Um, also, the death of a parent can be huge, huge in breaking up homeostasis. Um, still the single most reliable indicator of whether a couple would break up or not, cheating. Mm. Other, other factors seem to have different importance for varying individuals, but cheating was virtually always a deal breaker. Mm. Okay? So we hear a whole lot about cheating, with good reason. On the other end of the scale is positive disclosure. That is the sharing of information between partners that foster positive feelings, positive feeling sharing, sharing good news or stories that help your partner understand you better 
and examples of positive disclosures. So what they're saying is if you really talk with your partner about things that matter, that's what fosters positive feelings. Mm. And I recently read, it's not quite stated here, but if you want to find out how you feel about somebody, think about who's the first person you want to go to with good news. Mm. Okay? And that's probably going to be the person you're the most attached to. Like I say, I apologize for its wordiness, but um, the bottom line is cheating never flies. Yeah. All right? Um, and being close depends on how much you communicate. Yep. Interesting stuff. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you were able to process that because mm -hmm. it was kind of wordy. In I the know way it was, it. and I apologize for that. Is there anything you want me to repeat? Um, I don't know. Maybe you could talk just a little bit more about ambivalence since that was really what we wanted to get across. Okay. Ambivalence means feel, feeling two ways about somebody. You know, I really love um, what a wonderful worker my husband is. But every few months, he just gets really exhausted, and then it's so obnoxious that I want to leave him. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, the other possibility is talking to him about that or seeking couples therapy. You know, it's not all or nothing. I mean, there are some things you can do. Mm -hmm. So there can be periods when things are just great. And other periods when someone's faults are kicked up because they're too tired or stressed or there's craziness going on with their family or somebody has a death or there's a child with an illness or a problem. And, you know, you see people at their best when things are calm. But if there are problems that come up, um, then you see what somebody's really made of. All right? Yep. Um, and I can think of oh, one particular couple I knew um, the husband had a heart attack, and they had a terrible time for about two years after the heart attack because he had difficulty recovering, he had some surgery. People, after they have a heart attack, are in a bad mood, but after working at it for two years, they managed to get by it. And I was sure she wondered what she really wanted to do in the long term numerous times. Yeah. Okay. And that's going to happen. It is going to happen. But, you know, and, and I think many cases, if not most, there's going to be periods of a relationship that are struggling. Absolutely. Due to whatever, mm -hmm. maybe the personality, yep. maybe extenuating circumstances, sure. stress, health, job, yep. uh, work schedule, different schedules, so many things. And so ambivalence can lead to a breakup. And oftentimes, if you leave that person alone, they realize that those things that, that were bothering them aren't right. enough to make them say, you know, I want to end this forever. Mm -hmm. I miss them. I really do love this person. You know, those things that were bothering me really aren't worth losing this person. Right, exactly. And that people think about the partner's good traits um, and how well they communicate. I think those are huge. Um, good things about their personality. They may be kind and thoughtful. Um, and I think one of the messages of this wordiness here is to understand that that's normal, mm -hmm. right? I even had thoughts about leaving him last week, but I would never do that because he's kind and he's wonderful, yeah. okay? Um, so wordy though it was, um, I thought it was interesting. The big, the big messages were interesting. It's normal to feel ambivalent sometimes, and cheating is the, the deal breaker for most people. 
and work on those skills that we're teaching you.、Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, many of the skills that we are teaching came up in the beginning as the pro list, the pro list. of why people would stay in relationships.、Yep. That was attraction, that was support, emotional、mm-hmm. support.、Yep. And these are all skills that you can build on. And what's interesting is though, ambivalence is the reason why people break up, ambivalence is also the reason why、They、people get back together. together.、Right. So, if you go back and watch this video, see the things that make people stay. I think in life, many of us look at our situations and have pros and cons lists to pretty much everything and every big decision in life.、Yeah. And this is definitely one of those. So, if you look back and see, okay, how can I make that pro list bigger? What kind of things、mm-hmm. can I work on to be more emotionally supportive?、Mm-hmm. What traits can I strengthen? I think these will really help.、Uh, and I think really that message of ambivalence being normal, normal. is huge.、Yeah. If you think to yourself, I'm sure there were times, even you as the dumpy, where you felt unsure about the relationship.、Yeah. It's completely normal and it's a part of life. So、and、I really think people can、this. make a wrong decision and say afterwards, oh my God, what did I do? I was really upset that month. I really gave him a hard time that、mm-hmm. month. But I'm sorry I made this decision.、Yeah. So, but remember, too, that there are alternatives. If you feel stuck, you can talk to your partner, you can consider couples therapy, which helps a number of people get through. One of the things, Margaret, that makes me nuts、mm-hmm. is when we put out the content about <laughs> learning the skills. I don't, we, we put out not that long ago some videos on. Have, ha- having healthy relationships, strategies to improve your communication, things、mm-hmm. like that, and you guys aren't watching them. You gotta watch it. You gotta do the work. You don't wanna go just for the videos that grab your attention. It's the ones that really don't sound that exciting, are the ones that give you a lot of skills or techniques or ideas on how to improve your relationship.、Mm-hmm. But it's easy to see the views that have a low amount or the videos that have a lot of low views are the ones that really are going to help you.、Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of boring. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's the wild ones that how to get your, how to get your ex back,、yeah. right? Which、yeah. is, of course, what we all want in the beginning. But remember, there's a long run. And、mm-hmm. even if you do get them back, if nothing is resolved, it won't work. Right. And, and you'll just wind up with a breakup with somebody yeah. else.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just as important as how to get your ex back is how to keep your ex. Once you get them back. Yeah. yeah. So these are the videos that will help you with that. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, Margaret. Okay. Hopefully, you found this one helpful. Of course, if you want our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful, please sign up. And Coach Victoria will continue to be here with us. I'll be here. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to askcraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, Click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.